If we make it through December. Oh, December will be gone before you know it. You'll be looking at your New Year's resolutions. It's Michael Patrick Shields. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Business Leaders for Michigan is dedicated to making Michigan a top 10 state for jobs, education, widely shared prosperity, and a healthy economy. And for information, go to businessleadersformichigan.com. One of the great business leaders and journalists. He was CNBC before it was CNBC, is Pat Moody. He's here with us, and he's been on the radio for more than 47 years. And he's not off the radio ever, too. You didn't retire, but you stopped hosting your daily show, but we won't let you go. We're like, you thought you were out, and everybody pulls you back in. I know, it's, uh, but that's fine. I love it. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. You know, it started out as Moody in the Morning. And eventually evolved over to Moody on the Market, where we do business news, you know, and, and so forth. Um, and then Moody on the Move, when we started a video series where we go out and interview people in their place of business and talk about what they're doing and how they're doing it and so forth. And uh, when I pretty much retired from everything other than um, uh, Moody on uh, the Move... I advanced to Moody on the Wall because I've been. I took up art about a year and a half ago. You did. You and George W. Yeah, I do. Your painting. Uh, I, I do. I do acrylics on canvas, and I, I, I'm a, a photographer for a long oh. time. I've taken many, many thousands of pictures. I was the official photographer for Cornerstone Alliance for years, you know, and things like that. So I've got all kinds of documented photos from the area, and I love photorealism in art. But I know I don't have the skill to do that. And so I didn't necessarily even want to mess with a brush. Hmm. So I looked up. I just Googled how to paint with acrylics on canvas using palette knives. Because I love the texture of, of uh, uh, acrylics on Does, canvas. Like these little scraping things? like. Yeah, yeah. They, they look like little knives, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what you paint with. That's what I paint with. I mean, I'll use a brush for the backdrop, you know, and then I go to work with the with the. Uh, I'll show you some pictures here in a minute, and you can see. Yeah. Um, have you sold anything? I have. I've sold. You have. Uh, I've sold four so far, and <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Do you name them? Be like, do you yes, know what you're going to paint? I, I give them a name. You know, After no, I don't. Have, when I sit down, I might have a general idea as to what I want to do. Most of it's most of it's um, abstract. I've done some that are you know somewhat realistic, but still abstract. Do you remember when that when I was a kid and you were too that guy that would go on TV on PBS and he would, yeah. he would take like a Ross. whole half an hour? Yeah. And every time I say, I think he's done. I'm like, oh no. We could do a little tree little over here. We're yeah. gonna put a little mountain over here. Yeah. Is that what it feels like? It's soothing, right? <laughs> kind of like. Except, well, yeah. I, what I do is I, I wear hearing aids anyway, and oh, so yeah. I can from my phone I can stream music or podcast or whatever I want. Or your show. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> directly directly to my ears. And so what I'll do is I'll just put on music, and that way I'm not interrupting anybody else that happens to be around me because it's going just into my head as opposed to being played out loud. So your hearing aids are, are they implanted? No. Oh, they're right there. Right oh, there. a little like that. <laughs> but you, they're Bluetooth, so you can they're put Bluetooth. what you want. They're Bluetooth, yeah. Yep. What happens if somebody takes over the Bluetooth and starts sending you something that you don't well, want? Fortunately, that's pretty difficult to do, I think, but yeah, uh, it hasn't wrong. happened yet. I mean, the car is going to be driving you where you don't want to go sometime. <laughs> uh, but know, that's the other thing. Be... You know, you talk about hands-free in a car. I can do that. I can do hands-free all the time with this because, you know, I can take or place a phone call. Uh, 
and just have it stream directly to my ears. I don't have to have the, the phone in my hand. So. High tech. Yeah. Radio. <laughs> we were just talking about that, you know, about how high technology is everywhere. And it's just, it's, to me, it's remarkable. The one thing, though, that's scary is this AI. There's a lot of things that are scary. Yeah, that's true. That particularly, that's true. just right now, I'm looking at a story where, I don't know who it was, somebody has generated artificial intelligence news anchors. Yes. Yeah. They're not even real people, but they As look like fact, real people. The, the guys over on SJM were just we were just talking about it, and they were talking about uh, Channel One, the the high school you know yeah. TV channel yeah. that you watch at the beginning of the day. Now has an AI version. Why? I don't know. I, I thought this is for the no kids clue. to learn, right? The t- the TV. It's what? It's for the kids to learn yeah, how to do it, right? Exactly. Why do we need robots then? I have no clue. We'll have to ask Channel One. <laughs> Did you find uh, radio to be the most personal of mediums? I think it was. We were just talking about that, too, you know, about the fact that, you know, you, the, the Johnny was saying, you know, it's amazing. There are people that are already here. He goes, I don't usually eat breakfast until around 8 o'clock in the morning, and they're down here having breakfast already. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, well, you know, you, stop and think about it. You know, I, I realized this a long time ago. One time when we when we first flipped over, we were on 1400 AM for years. I was an AM-only guy. I hadn't even been on the FM dial for decades. And then all of a sudden, we're 94.9. <laughs> so I'm over on 94.9, and I was at a, a public television meeting down in Elkhart, Indiana, and I had the radio set coming in, yeah. and I come back out, and I'm still listening to my station down south of Elkhart, Indiana. I'm going... There's a lot of people that can listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> and if I thought I had a lot, think about you. You know, I mean, you've got this whole network that you're on, you know. And you, No, but you, I mean, like like you say, you know, he's heard from the shores of Lake Michigan to the... <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, you, know, you have listened. He's everywhere, you know. <laughs> but but that's well, that's truly amazing. And it's very humbling, too, because you stop and think, you know, you have a responsibility. You've got a lot of people that are listening to you. And I have great respect for the fact that you do exhibit that respect for those people. It's readily evident in every Is interview it? that you conduct. Wow. You do it with great respect, with great candor, and, and uh, I'm eternally grateful to people like you who keep this medium on the up and up. Well, I do love it. And I, I know obvious. that when somebody here, <laughs> by the way, thank you for those compliments coming from someone who's been 50 years in the business. Uh, but when I when I tell somebody now that I have a syndicated radio show, the first thing they say, "Oh, how's your podcast?" And I get mad. I'm like, <laughs> "I know, no, <laughs> yeah, it is no. not a podcast. Exactly. It is afterward, yeah. but it's live radio." I'm still I'm still really up in the air about podcasts myself. Of course, I'm an old school guy, you know. So, I, in in I don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts myself. And amazingly, I I in my circle of friends and people, and I'm they're all ages. Very rarely I've had anybody say, I was listening to this podcast the other day, or have you heard this podcast? Yeah. I just don't hear even the word podcast in my world very mm-hmm. much. And yet, you know, everybody's pushing podcast, podcast, you know. Well, I great, don't know how but... anyone has time to listen to them because they're, they're usually an hour long or more. Right. So I guess if you're taking a jog or taking a shower yeah. or whatever. Well, that's but... why I'm appreciative of people who do have a podcast, but they, you know, get in, get out, and get on with your life, you know. The other question is, when did this podcast happen? When was it recorded? What are they referring to? You yeah. on the radio every day. 
and right. your listeners came and said, what's going on today? Exactly. What's, That's the thing Louis that I love, that it was instantaneous. I mean, you know, people, you know, you, they're listening to you at a moment in time. And when it's gone, it's gone unless you taped it. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> like, Did you give political opinions? No, I really didn't. And, and I, I think a lot of people, you know, were upset about that. But I said, you know, you're going to find more people get upset if I do give them. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people felt that, you know, because of it, we used a lot of humor in the show and we used we used, uh, you know, some parodies and, and things like that that we got from a source. And and some of them would take pot shots at the president, regardless of who the Doesn't president matter. was. It didn't mm-hmm. matter over the course. I mean, uh, there were a lot of presidents in my 50 years on the air. You know? Did you meet many of them? <laughs> I did. I did. Yes. I, we'll find out who as soon okay. as we get back. Right. Cliffhanger. <laughs> See how I did that? Now, I've only been on almost 20 years. You're on 50 plus now, just about for Pat Moody at WSJM. It's Michael Patrick Shields at the Shadowland Ballroom at Silver Beach. You'd better watch out You'd better not cry You'd better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town He's making a list Checking it twice He's gonna find out Who's naughty and nice Santa Claus Is coming back to town He sees you. The talent of Paul Anko with Michael Patrick Shields. Christmas time at the Shadowland Ballroom in St. Joe, Michigan, right on the beautiful Lake Michigan in the great Southwest, WSJM country. And Johnny Reinhardt is broadcasting right next to me, along with his Ed McMahon, or I don't know who's the Ed McMahon and who's the Johnny Carson, but Ken Lundberg is there. And Tony Cuthbert saying, MPS, update your references. Ed McMahon and Johnny Carson are long gone. <laughs> But Pat Moody's I remember not. <laughs> yeah, and he's been on the radio a half a century, and he's on the radio with us today, and I'm very honored for that. Did you listen to radio? Is that what drew you to it? I did. As a matter of fact, I'll never forget. I got two transistor radios for Christmas one year when I was probably six years old, living in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and... I, I, I got these, uh, and they were the kind where you had to actually, in order to be able to get any kind of a signal, you had to have this wire that would, you would hook to something metal in the building. Is that right? Yeah, in order to, to enhance the signal. It was basically like a, a cheap antenna, I guess, is what it amounted to. And uh, and then had headphones, you know, just little you know earbud type headphones that are wired. Oh, you did. And uh, I would listen. To, and when I when I was uh, in, uh, we moved when I was ten to Northern Michigan, up to Boyne City, and Sweet. and I would listen to uh, WLS and WCFL in Chicago because it was a straight shot down the lake. They were clear channel stations, and so there's no obstructions between there and Boyne City because we're it's water. The 
whole way, basically. So was it Wally Phillips then that you would listen to? Uh, no, he was on WGN. Oh. I didn't. Uh, no, I was listening to. I was a teenager, after memory, you know, or a young uh, preteen even in yeah. the earliest years when I first moved to Point. So I was listening to rock and roll. I was listening to Barney Pip and and you know Fred Winston, you know, and Fred of course lives right here in Southwest Michigan. Yeah, he's he? in Baroda. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Should have him on the show sometime. He's a fascinating guy. What about, like, uh, now Chicago was a great radio town. I, I don't know if it still is or not, but you had the likes of, but you, you competed against these guys here in the great Southwest. Right. People right. in St. Joe could listen to Chicago radio. Exactly. Steve Dahl and Gary Owens and exactly. Bob Collins and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. You, you crushed know. them, didn't you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Good. I hope I did, but you know, but but you have to remember that you know, as good as they are, their information and the things they're talking about to a large extent are Chicago, as they rightfully should be, and the things that we're talking about are Southwest Michigan, as they should be. Now we're obviously expanding beyond that and talking about other national things and stuff like that, but ideally, you want to talk about what's important to these people that have come to visit with us this morning in this showcase that we have at the Shadowland Ballroom. These are all listeners. These are people that are here. They wouldn't be here if they didn't hear about it on the radio, on the radio. from us. They would, they would have no clue that this was even happening if they weren't regular listeners every day. Are you signing autographs any moment soon? <laughs> You should be. <laughs> I, I always tell people I don't want to damage the goods. <laughs> you know, whatever it is you're asking me to sign... Why devalue the... the you what should the, have your artwork here in the shadow. <laughs> well, no, that Ballroom. would work. <laughs> that I'll sell. I do autograph that. <laughs> Which presidents did you meet? I met uh, George W. Bush. I met... Um, Ford, uh, I suppose. I met Richard Nixon. I actually shook hands with Richard Nixon over at the okay. Tri-City Airport in uh, Flint, Saginaw Bay City. He came over. It was his last hurrah. It was a, a couple of months before he resigned. Oh. He was uh, stumping for a congressional candidate. And they, the national media was saying, this is going to be his last ride. If, he, if the, his candidate doesn't win, he's toast. And I don't even remember if his candidate won or not, but it wasn't too much longer, and he was toast. But he, he came through, and, and uh, I didn't have uh, the capability to go out. What he did was he came in on Air Force One, then they choppered him on Marine One out into the hinterlands, put him in a motorcade, and he went through several small towns and then came back, choppered back to the airport, and then crossed from the chopper to Air Force One to depart. Well, the the crowd was pretty rabid. They were they wanted to press the flesh. They wanted to shake hands. And this one little old lady, I don't know how she got into the press bullpen, but she's had a VFW hat on and she's screaming, "If he doesn't come and shake my hand, I'll kill myself!" You know. And the Secret Service are like, "Jeez, lady, you know, come on." Nixon. So, so they actually they he not just because of her, but everybody. He actually was three-quarters of the way up the steps on Air Force One. He came back down, and he worked the line. And I had I had packed away all my radio gear because I figured he's leaving. Done, I'm yeah. done, you know. So, But I still had my camera out. And I'm click, 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 you know. And next thing I know, he's standing right in front of me. I mean, I'm clicking pictures. And he said, Pat, <laughs> he grabs, he I've been grabs looking for my you. press credentials, and he said, what newspaper are you with? <laughs> and I said, I'm with WSGM Radio. And he gave me the weirdest look like, 
why are you taking pictures, dude? It's radio. <laughs> and then he continued on and went back to, well, a couple of minutes later, he climbed back on Air Force One. That's a good one. It was Nixon. a great story, man. He was just—he he looked at me like I was out of my mind. Why are you taking pictures like a, a banshee? Because I'm just click, click, click. Yeah, <laughs> it happens like that. It, it's a big surprise. Well, that's a pretty good list. And uh, people, do you ever consider running yourself for any kind of office? Well, I did run uh, and you was did? elected Three, four, five different times. I was on the Lake Michigan College Board of Trustees. In Michigan, you have to run for uh, 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 community college boards. And uh, so I was elected um, several times, served for 22 years on the LMC board. So that's the only thing. Beyond that, Mrs. Moody said, if you run for anything else, you're on your own. I'm out of here. I see. (laughs) She drew the line. Pat Moody, WSJM, Michael Patrick Shields, Statewide 2. Michael Patrick Shields with Pat Moody, legendary broadcaster in the great southwest of Michigan, WSJM. Moody on the market, Moody on the radio, Moody in the morning. He's not very moody. He seems very friendly. And uh, to everyone that we have seen here at the Shadowland Ballroom. Uh, you're not retired. You're still working. You're painting. You're publishing still. Uh, and uh, But now that you have 13 stations and your beloved WSJM at your disposal for the next two minutes on the microphone... What if I turn it over to you and I say, speak to your people. Tell us. <laughs> Give us Pat Moody now. Well, what, what, do you, what do you want to know? Do, 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 do. What do you want us to know? What would you say to those people that gave you a career that lasted now 50 years on the oh, radio? Well, first and foremost, a huge thank you. I mean, you know, to me, it's, it's, it's been an incredible ride. And, and I'm eternally grateful to all of the people who tuned in and listened for years and, uh, you know, and loved it, including those who didn't necessarily like it. And there were a couple of people that were just, you know, they were always you know, niggling yeah. at me, you know, it's like, you know, you need to stop, you know, harassing the president or whatever from the parody pieces that we would do. I go, <laughs> I'm, doing the same, I'm doing the same thing that late night television guys do, uh-huh. you know. Nobody ever, like, threatened you, did they? Or did they? Ever what? Threatened you? No, no. no. Never went that far? No, no, thankfully. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, the other thing I will say is um, I, I hope and wish, especially in this holiday season, that we can someday, some way, come back to a more civil society. Uh, Social media is slowly eating away at the fabric of this country. People can, I mean, here's a prime example. Chick-fil-A announced, or it was announced, that Chick-fil-A is going to open in the former... um, A a restaurant in Benton Harbor. uh, Former Steak and Shake. Are they open this morning? No. <laughs> oh, shoot. It's, it's going to be a while. I, 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 I believe they're planning to demolish the building and rebuild oh. on that site. So but anyway, they're, they're, they're going protesting. on that site, which is over uh, on Pipestone in, in Benton Harbor. And some of the very first responses were, good luck with that, you know, or miserable, stupid place to put it, and things like that. It's just like, why can't... I can't tell you how many times I've seen posted on social media, we need Chick-fil-A, we need Chick-fil-A. <laughs> well, Everybody wants it. And now that it's coming, they're just coming out of the woodwork.